0: But what's funny, you know?
1: Oh, Austin, starting the podcast. What's funny, he says. Just throwing bombs out there, huh? These a lot days, of
2: different types of funny out there.
1: These days, I think, really? I, I, think I might elaborate.
0: Collaborate. I think I heard it all.
2: Well, there's your face for one. <laughs> oh, classic. I haven't heard
1: it all. It's a classic joke.
0: Yeah, there's
2: jokes. There's jokes. There's situations, funny situations. Sure,
0: sure. Physical. These days I'm watching stand up comedy as it comes out, you know, and like eighty percent
1: of it's just crap. What's the last best stand up special you've watched?
0: Best best, like top three best?
1: Like the last six months, Ooh. you gotta give me one stand up to watch. And I'm anybody, I'm not me, you know. Um, whoever. Alright,
0: alright. We're gonna I'm gonna preface Just this. say it, dude. God damn it. It was a Ilsa schlesinger one that came out recently that was good. Really? Yeah. That was good. She's a woman? Yeah, I was. I was going to preface it. You know. You okay. So she's funny it. for a woman. She's, she's okay. pretty. She's the top two funny women. She's
1: fucking hilarious. Dude. It's her
0: and um, who? Um, who's that one who did the the two stand up specials where she's like nineteen months pregnant? Oh, she Kelly was, Wong. Ali Wong? Wong. Wong. Just her I first it. one was funny. Yeah, Dagger the married guy. Quick to the. Quick uh, with he the. He knows, the, knows the, the female comics. The Frego? Yeah. She's pretty
2: funny. I like the first one. The first I think one I like good. the second one. No second
0: much. one was too much. Too much like kid kid jokes.
1: Yeah, you know, she's she really milking cashed it. in
2: that. Yeah, <laughs> no,
1: I uh, my girlfriend loves Eliza, it, uh, it's, and I see I watch her face as she watches Eliza and her friends it's, and her mother, and it's it's some it's like they just identify. It's yeah, it's like watching a kid watch like uh fucking whatever whatever whatever's popular for kids. It's like watching Tell-tales. a nerd watch Star Wars. Like it's you're from, there.
0: you're from Philadelphia and you're watching Rocky and you're like that guy's fighting for me.
1: Yeah, dude, it's it, yeah, it, it's deep, dude. She speaks to women. It's really it's really kind of interesting to How
0: see. How quick they turn on them though, you know? Like that Amy Schumer. Well, yeah.
1: She had uh she had she's not hot. pop. She's not hot. She's Does that have hot. anything to do with it, guys?
0: You know what though? Just she saying. she's she's She forced for like every girl, right?
1: Or no. Not, I don't know. not she, Eliza Hot. I, mean, I don't know. No,
0: no. Not Eliza or Whitney Cummings or she forced everyone to say,
1: oh, she's so brave. Hold oh, on. Are you saying she's brave? Or you oh, for- no. She,
0: she she got everyone on board with the whole bravery thing. She can do this and not be skinny. Uh-oh. She's so
1: brave. Well, so- that's that's the whole new, uh, uh, what's that, Tess something who's on the cover of Vogue. Or, have you seen this? Like the extreme, extreme plus size model who just oh. did a uh, cover shoot.
0: I think I saw that. I, oh I saw a headline. I didn't read the article.
1: Oh, you're preaching the choir here. Uh, you think I read any of these articles? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even watched any videos on it. I've just seen headlines on videos. But yeah, she's morbidly obese. And <sighs> like the whole thing is, it's like a body image issue where everyone is saying this is the new body positive movement and how brave she is to do this and how much of like a champion for body acceptance she is. And dude, she's but do what though? are you are you was she, like brave? modeling
2: or was she just she just took a picture she's like doing yeah. like
1: swimsuit modeling or
0: but are you brave if someone's the photo coming to you listeners. and says i'm gonna give you two hundred fifty thousand dollars in a modeling contract you don't have to lose any weight uh you're just gonna be on the cover of this magazine I don't if i'm getting that money why there's no bravery behind that it's smart
2: that's true on on the girls part, but usually these girls have like a cute face, right? I, like a, she's in there, but they're just big. She's big. What do you think, Damien? Good looking face? I guess he's going to
1: show me, and i I'm going to pull it up, make right my now. own opinion. Tess, too. Tess Holiday, there she is.
2: Tess. It's a good first name.
1: Tess, big Tessie. It sounds like a whale, like a, a big old <laughs> Tessie in the ocean. Yeah. Got her.
2: <laughs> Old old Tessie, yeah. Cosmo,
1: Desi. cosmopolitan Tess and Ness. Oh God,
2: I already saw the the, <laughs> the shape, and I'm, lo- so I'm looking at this here.
0: Rubenesque. I believe is the term. Looks
2: like a fat Amy Winehouse. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she's very big, dude. Look at those thighs. She's a large woman. She does Absolutely look like a fat Amy Winehouse. Now, is this beautiful, guys? It's the question of the day. You know what she's wearing
0: it's looks pretty nice.
2: What? Well, it's a, it's not even a good looking bathing suit, but Maybe that's besides not. the point. So she's got tattoos.
0: She's dressed like Aquaman.
1: Her tattoos don't fit. That's how fat she is. <laughs> Look at her, dude. the The tattoos literally don't fit.
2: She was once fully tatted, she, but then she, she got, got big them, and now yeah. there's a bunch Had of a, white space. She got
0: them when she was a lot smaller, and so,
2: they've stretched. Cute face, though. At least in that in that cover. Yeah. But is this is this brave? Like, if, if it's not brave. Well, here's the thing. What's brave about if it? If this
1: is normal and this is should be accepted this is the, some of the arguments right the talk it's like this is normal we should we shouldn't shame her we shouldn't judge her um she's in her own skin she's comfortable so why call it brave if she's just doing her thing somebody somebody made a good point they're like do we call Adriana Lima brave when she what well, does the runway when she struts her stuff on the runway no one says brave right no. here's, here's
0: the thing you know it's Recently, September eleventh, you know, a bunch of firefighters going in a burning building to save people. You call that brave. Now, you can't also call this brave if that's brave. You know, they need another word for it, because they're different yeah. ends of a spectrum by far. Yeah. Like what's brave about getting paid hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars, mm-hmm. to have some guy or woman take a picture of you, glamour shots, tell you you're beautiful, then they airbrush you Make you look even better. Mm-hmm. You go out on a major m- magazine.
1: Is it brave? It's definitely not brave. Is it sick? Is it sick? Is this like a sick sort of? It, it, not sick. Is it? Uh, is it? Is it off course? Are we? Is this societally off course? Is it wrong? You I. Know right? it, it's not wrong. I, but well, it's it, like.
2: Is it wrong to? Because that's not. It's not healthy. It's not healthy body. to be that big, and no, so if it, you're if you're saying it's okay for you to be that big, there's no, got to be something wrong, right? You know,
0: people get mad at people glorifying, you know, like models in unattainable, but being fit is attractive, and not being unhealthy and horribly overweight. That like you shouldn't glorify something that is not good for you, and you know people around you like it's you know it's just a bad state of being including mm-hmm.
2: super skinny models that
0: oh don't yeah. eat. absolutely right? absolutely good goes the other way good point absolutely
1: yeah. unrealistically skinny not unrealistically skinny but yeah unhealthily skinny uh, yeah just being healthy that's that's a good point too but i mean it's just uh it's just this, these lines of subjectivity that society is just expanding constantly it's just getting ridiculous man i feel like that
0: was just low-hanging fruit where they were capitalizing on what will probably play to the people out the masses in this current climate. What's the beep?
2: Sounds like a smoke alarm going on. Trevor, perhaps? Can you
0: investigate that? Our intern Trevor is here. That is Trevor's laundry upstairs. Oh, Trevor's doing his laundry. He was in this house no more than three minutes, found the upstairs... Found the laundry, figured out how to use it. His clothes were tumbling by the time I got
1: up there. Oh, tumble dry tumbling
2: kind of a kind of an odd thing to do to a house that you just got into, some foreign guest house, yeah. Just automatically assume ownership of the washer and dryer facilities.
0: I wonder if there was a fabric softener for him. Uh, you know what kind of monster doesn't use fabric softener? Oh, that's
2: gone. He probably he is all of the it. Whole
1: the thing whole box. In there. The whole box in there. He is the podcast intern, but he's that kind of guy. Man, he texted me earlier. We're at an Airbnb for the weekend. Nice little vacation for some friends. He's the guy. First of all, he packs late, obviously, because he asked this question about. We leave at Friday at five. Let's say. Friday at 3, I get a text. Hey, uh, does this place have a washer and dryer? That means the guy hasn't prepared. He hasn't done his laundry a couple days in advance. He's going to do his laundry at the vacation home. He's packing dirty clothes. That's fucking... That's classless. He shoveled his filthy clothes and it was Packed. fucking classless, dude. Where's the foresight? And now he's... First of all, he's puking... Uh, he's puking... On the, the drive up here, because it's a mountain road. Which attracts bears, first off, bears. Yeah, and we're in Big Bear. There's going to be the, the <laughs> There's going to be bear. some bears around. They're not going to be small. And now he's sleeping on the floor uh, in a Mexican drug rug. Listen,
0: oh, the guys like a had a rough day. <laughs> oh, yeah, rough day, huh? All right. It was a 40-minute drive. Asshole.
2: He's sitting on half a knee. He just found out That's his true. labor might be torn.
0: He's falling apart.
2: He's throwing up from motion sickness on the way up here.
0: You're getting so, soft, dude. This guy's falling apart. He's kinda we need a better intern. Yeah,
2: he'll turn around. His luck'll turn around.
0: It's a good thing mm-hmm. this is a non paying internship, guys. True. Well, he gets to do his laundry for free. No, and then well, I'm charging him.
2: Going back to softener guys, do you guys use softener? Every time? Uh no. A little bit goes a long way. Wait,
0: okay. Well, when you say softener, do you, are you talking about like a liquid thing or the dryer sheets?
2: I'm talking about the liquid thing.
0: See, I use the dryer sheets.
2: Dryer sheets are not softening. really for softening things, the
0: drying
1: process. Isn't right? that fabric softening, though?
2: That's for enhancing smell. I believe. Isn't it and catching lint and stuff. Isn't it cold well, That typically softener? happens. In tri- no, no, no. Fabric softener is the stuff that you pour. It looks like milk almost. Yeah. Yeah. Turns out, dump it liquor. in
0: your clothes. Turns out, I don't use fabric softener. Yeah, I know. I can tell just by looking yeah. at you. You yeah.
2: just
1: revealed that. Uh, God to damn it. Everybody listening.
2: Come feel this shirt. It, it looks soft, it looks soft
1: and it's, it's holding form. Yeah. How do you guys feel about this? In the past five years, I've been doing my laundry for about oh, 28. I'm going to be 29 tomorrow. I've been doing my laundry for about one year. No, I've been doing my – eight years now. I have never washed anything of mine in hot, warm water. I go – I don't separate whites and darks and grays and lights. I don't know. I go one pile, cold. Okay. That's it. Everything I wash is cold. So I don't have to think about it. I don't have to stress. It's going to bleed color. It's going to fade. Everything in one pile, cold.
2: Definitely. I mean, that's one way of going about it. It's hard to get stains out in mm-hmm. cold water. And I know you got some stains on your shirt, some on Under Armour stains. Guys, he's, uh, uh, he's a spiller. He's a spiller. pit stains. He's a spiller. No, but I do the same thing. All in one pit. Just cold. Cold water. It's so stress-free. And
1: it doesn't shrink. You don't yeah, have to do a shrinkage. That's a big one. It does Bingo. not shrink. Bingo. But do you go drier? Yeah, I dry my clothes. Okay. I
2: hang out my clothes everywhere in my place. Really? Every door, every drawer. Why? Just dry it. Do you
0: have a washer dryer?
2: natural drying process. But you're drying it inside.
0: You can't dry it inside. Aged wine. Like hanging on a clothes hanger outside. Yeah, sure. You could
2: he dry it inside. Blind? Yeah, I got some. Yeah, it's like I'm mean, dripping,
0: dripping again, on the floor. Let me
2: cl- let my clothes do the talking here. Look at my clothes. They're pristine. The color all is right. intact.
0: What does your floor look like, though? Is dripping hell. on the floor? You're wearing a Jeep shirt. It's and a, you drove a Jeep t- up It's here. a T shirt.
2: When you got a high thread count for all your clothes, you can't just do normal processes like you guys. Just dump it all in a dryer and expect it comes out the same. Listen, man.
1: They're in nice pants. Listen, man. I was literally just wearing. A $300 Goose Down Patagonia Fleece Custom Fit Sweater, okay? Don't talk to me about thread count.
0: What happened to that?
1: I I spilled beer on it. It's cursed, dude. Beer
0: the story, exploded on
1: it. I have this fantastic Patagonia sweater. This is actually my first time ever wearing it. And all of us were I would, there. I wouldn't call it a sweater, but... Uh, what do you call these things? I forget. The jacket. Jacket? Sport coat? No, Definitely not no, sport.
0: not sport coat. Ski jacket.
1: I could ski in that jacket. I'll give you jacket. Okay, jacket. Premium
2: jacket. I'll give you premium jacket. Thank you for sure. So is that a Patagonia? It's, it's Patagonia.
1: Patagonia. That label clearly Patagonia. Smart. I this jacket I came. We all were there when we came up on this jacket. Somehow the group came up on it, and somehow I came up on the jacket. It was a group come up, but we stole it from a craps player in Lake Tahoe, very drunk, coked out of his mind, allegedly. We're not going to say his name, but he we found the jacket, and there was a debit card may or may not belonging to this gentleman, and we may or may not have bought, what, uh, 12 Jager bombs and I, round I heard,
0: beers. I heard somebody went to the bar and just looked around, counted, you know, who's who's over there, and then just got everyone Jager
1: bombs yeah. and then side drinks. Vodka Red Bulls. And then I walked out with this amazing jacket. But and that now man, I get to wear it this weekend. I'm but that excited. other guy was the true hero. You know? Yeah. I, yeah. It's, it's a nice, a nice jacket.
0: jacket. It's a nice, it's a really nice jacket. Great jacket. Sh- On the
2: inside, w- isn't it? Uh, What's the, what's the, Goose Down? Goose Down. Goose down. Goose down. It's like a $400, $500 jacket. Easy. I got a,
0: I have a Goose Down sleeping bag. In the middle of the winter, I'll sleep middle, you know, out, out in high Sierras. I'm hot.
2: But you leave sweating.
0: it on. I unzip it. Pull a leg out. I throw a leg out of it. It's too hot <laughs> in there.
1: You got a mummy bag? You ever slept in a mummy bag? What, uh, yeah. Those are intense, man. This yeah. one goes up just over my head. Hole over your <laughs> mouth. <laughs> yeah. It's a slight mesh hole over your mouth.
2: Somebody told me that they they use that when they go to Joshua Tree. Not because it's cold, but because the spiders oh, God. are just crawling everywhere.
0: That person sounds like a And
2: no. so you want them to Bitch. crawl everywhere. Except for your mouth, apparently, because they won't crawl in there.
0: That's intense. No, they'll definitely crawl in your mouth.
2: Oh, don't tell me you're one of those guys that believes that every year the average American eats seven spiders in his sleep. Don't tell me
1: you're one of those guys. I mean, there's
0: the stat. I'm not saying every single person, but is it America? I think it's everyone in the world. I think it's a global
1: thing. It's a fact. It's a Snapple
0: fact. It's a fact.
2: So, America is like half a spider, and then Africa is like. 22 spiders, what I've heard averages? I've so what averages heard that
0: that statistic is way off, and it's actually much, much higher. Really? Yeah, I hmm. have heard, I've heard that. From credible sources. Credible?
1: Okay. Scientific sh- sources. Sh- I'll re- name, re- name, remain nameless, I, I assume. You know,
0: they, they don't want their names thrown, a while, thrown uh, out willy-nilly. Like I that, first no.
1: read that on a Snapple cap. The average person eats eight, about eight spiders a year in their sleep.
0: Really?
2: Well... That max, it makes it true because I, I believe everything on the
0: Never I have it's never to,
1: seen Snapple proven wrong. I've never seen someone read that fact on a Snapple cap and be like, no. They're always like shit. Yeah, yeah. Is, uh, so does
0: that make you want to know Snapple?
1: I haven't had Snapple in so long.
0: They were huge in late nineties.
1: They were huge, yeah. Do you guys
0: remember f- uh it was Crystal Crystal Light? Crystal was not was it crystal light? It was the soda, the soda water. That was in like the the liter bottle uh-huh. that had like you know it was clear, not you know, not Crystal Pepsi. It was like a crystal. I think
1: it might have been Crystal It
0: was the no. carbonated water.
1: Crystal oh. like a mix-in thing. Yeah, you mix. There's so many sodas. Too. I mean, I can go on for about the sodas. So yeah. the sodas of our generation. The sugar drinks. Cactus cooler. You guys, remember Surge? Surge, great soda. No, nah, it wasn't great. It was but terrible. Sterile soda. It was cool. I don't know why it was cool.
0: My uh, my seventh grade. N- year, there was the honor roll thing where if you got on the dean's list or whatever it was, you got to go to this party sponsored by Surge. Whoa. They had your rock walls, your slides, everything, a DJ, everything's there. An unlimited Surge cola. Dude, to kids? 13 year olds were off of their rockers on this, just it's so much sugar. Yeah, I
1: bet man. I was losing it. You don't give soda to kids, man. That's fucking inhumane. That's child abuse.
0: Us growing up, there's soda
1: everywhere. Oh, dude, when I was a kid, fucking soda everywhere. Oh, yeah. My neighborhood. Cactus Cooler. Where I'm from. (laughs) (laughs) No. Cactus Cooler. I mean,
2: worse than cigarettes. Like, if if a kid... Drink a soda every day well, or smoke a cigarette every day? I don't know.
0: Worse than hmm. cigarettes. Yeah, worse than cigarettes. Just one probably, cigarette a day. I would say it's probably worse yeah.
1: in the shorter term. <laughs> like worse immediately. If than a, a kid started at uh-huh. 10, ended whatever habit we pick at 20, I for my kid, I'd be like, listen, just smoke one cigarette every day and stop at 20, as opposed to drinking one soda every day and stopping at 20. Oh, yeah. Because at least, like, I don't know. Yeah. You don't gain a bunch of weight from the soda. You don't have the diabetes. Hey, a you know, cigarette is You look a, cool uh, to get laid smoking as a kid. Sure. At least appetite, you get something out of it. It's what an
0: appetite ask. suppressant, you know? So you sure. don't gain the weight. Sure. So how is how is uh, your kid doing? Is he is he off the stuff?
1: Oh, my kid? Yeah. No, he smokes and drinks. Soda and a, pack a day. soda and a pack a day. Yeah. Pack in a 12-pack? Diet Coke and Marlboro Lights. A <sighs> fucking kid. That kid's going to go places, though. Yeah.
0: He's, he's cool, motherfucker. He is cool. I know that. He's cooler than I've ever been. He's fucking cool. He bosses me around. I was fucking my wife the other day, and I was like, you know what? You're okay.
2: It's undeniable that I, I remember when we were in high school and stuff and first started seeing our peers smoke cigarettes. It looks cool. I mean, it oh, like yeah. it, you're just like, wow, this person's pretty cool. This person the, breaks some laws. Do you remember
0: it, the first person you saw smoking in high school?
2: Uh, I think Joe. Our, our buddy Joe in the military—that uh, makes sense—and he could smoke a cigarette like he knew how to smoke a cigarette. It, it was like pretty good. He's he pretty good at it.
0: Watches himself in the mirror when he would smoke a cigarette just to like get the pose down, get it right. I swear
2: he had the long hair. He kind of looks like Kurt Cobain every time I look at him.
0: Kurt Cobain wearing his own band's t-shirt.
2: He was really good at talking with a cigarette. On his lip, yeah, it would just bob up and down as he was like explaining a story. That's an art. He used to
0: smoke a cigarette while he stretched to work out.
1: Dude, one of those guys. Smoking is—it's universally fucking cool. I don't care. It's when you see somebody smoke a cigarette, you can't help but like. It's—it's there's so much to smoking a cigarette. It's so, so. deep psychologically like what it means to smoke a cigarette like when you and me are talking and you don't smoke and I smoke and we're having a discussion about whatever the fuck and I pull out a little dynamite man like a like this thing that's forbidden among society in our generation right that's so dangerous it's so living on the edge it's reckless and I am putting it in my mouth I'm lighting it on fire while I'm talking to you and you're not and I'm it's like this it's like it this in. this homage to like I don't get like recklessness I don't give a fuck I'm I'm a bit more dangerous than you That's what that's I'm a what bigger it is. risk taker than you and I give less of a fuck than you but here's the which thing Which is powerful not giving a fuck is the most powerful you know here's the thing though there
0: is a finite amount of years the finite age a person can be and smoke and still look cool like I don't a know a 55 year old man driving down the street with his windows up smoking a cigarette is just sad and you can smell like you can tell what he smells like and it's not good yeah. like there's an age cutoff where the coolness of smoking is gone and it's just like you see the effects of smoking now and it's like, that's true. It's, it's
2: taking rough. its toll. Yeah. yeah
0: and like you it, you don't want to see that that's yeah. true
2: it's probably like what 32
0: 35. I think it's up a little more.
1: It's a little higher? A little higher. <laughs> like 50. Yeah. But there's something like, there's something to seeing somebody smoke that you didn't know smoked or you didn't oh yeah, think would smoke. Like, I remember watching something with Jack White. And, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, you read about Jack White and you think, that guy's pretty turned on. And... For him to be smoking, it makes you think. You go like, well, what? The-? Like, it always makes you question yourself. Like, what am I missing? He's also
0: rolling his own thing. Is cigarettes. it that bad?
1: Like, all these questions because it threw me. I remember he lit up a cigarette. And I was like, is that Jack White smoking? What the fuck? And I'm <laughs> an- immediately enamored with the guy. What does he know that I don't know? Does he not give a fuck? Is he like, I don't know, man. And it's just cool, dude. Oh, I think, cool. honestly, man, I think as somebody who smoked You know, I've probably smoked about 100 cigarettes in my lifetime. I enjoyed it, and I sucked everyone down to the butt, too, and I always put it off on some communist fucking face when I was done. (laughs) But there is something really satisfying about smoking cigarettes. And I'm not talking about the psychological, physiological effects you get from it. That's great, too. But the act, I think, of holding fire in your hand, holding something that... I don't know. I think smoking goes back in our DNA. I think there's something we really connect to it. It's and you know what's too, especially in cold weather, mm. it's something fascinating. Like you're inside, you decide to go outside in where it's snowing. And in the Midwest, a lot of people smoked and cold places people smoke. You go outside, you stand out in the quiet at night, right? And you fucking take this little contraption that humans have designed and it's a controlled, you have nature, you have tobacco lined up evenly down like this really controlled environment. You pull it out of your pocket, you light it with an apparatus, which is fire. I mean, you want to talk about fire, what that means to human beings. And fire at your fingertips. So you light this, you take the fire that's at your human fingertips, you put a little slim, neat, human invention in your mouth, and you're controlling fire with your face. You and you fucking light it, and you take that smoke, in the, and you're out in the cold, and the warm smoke goes down your lungs, and it's a controlled fire. you hold in your fingers. God damn, I want a cigarette. God damn, it's fucking something. There's something to that, I think, that taps deep you know, into our nature.
0: Going back on that is, you know, smoking is an extreme social thing. You know, I've met tons oh. of people I never would have oh. met in my life smoking. And like you were saying, it's that controlled fire, and what in human history is the most social thing, you know, the fire, social mm-hmm. invention, True, invention
1: is yeah. fire around about. fires. It's uh, a, and, and also too, on the less cool side of that thing, it's, it's really, and I've, I could, I've felt like what it would be, to, what it would be like to be addicted to cigarettes. It's something to do, man. Mm-hmm. Like people that smoke a lot have those type of jobs where you just like you're trying to get through the fucking work day you know, yeah. on the clock. And you're like, Every hour you can depend on like oh, fuck it's a cigarette break, dude. Mm-hmm. You go outside and it's something to do. It's a fixation too. And there's also something to the oral fixation, Absol- like some absolutely. Freudian shit. Absolutely. You're putting like your thumb mm-hmm. or your mother's nipple in your mouth and you're Some <sighs> people who like bite their nails. It's or, something to do. Chewing gum. Yeah, it's something to do. Yeah. And and you and you've been a smoker. Yeah. Dude, when you meet another smoker and you're like, you give the heads up, like, dude, let's get a fucking cigarette. Oh, absolutely. You break up the monotony. You're not bored. You feel proactive. You're doing something. Mm -hmm. You're getting the physiological hit and you're a bit dangerous. You know, there's so many, dude, I've met so many and seen so many fucking guys at bars that they're not getting chicks. They're not talking to the chicks. They're not dancing. They're fucking pussies. But you know what makes, gives them a little bit of edge. Go outside and fucking smoke a fucking cigarette, dog. And they have that swag outside, like mm-hmm. you yeah, fucking smoking any fucking pussy, and they fucking dance. And with then a, girl's a girl might come up to him, and, and, it's, ask and if it's, he has a cigarette, it's a badge of honor. Yeah, like I'm smoke, and it goes back to the I don't give a fuck thing. In human, yeah. like in the human dynamic, when somebody gives way less of a fuck than you, People it's notice. scary. People notice, and you feel like a loser. So it's just the biggest symbol of I don't give a mm-hmm. fuck, dude. What's up?
0: And what you know, it was advertised and was used by like the most masculine people in, you know, like, in World War II, they all smoked cigarettes, you know, in World War One, just like American soldiers, like the like yeah. the top dogs of masculinity that you know you see in the media. It's just yeah,
2: the marble, oh, the marble yeah, man. Oh, the cowboys. Absolutely. We have years and years of programming, yeah. of advertising mm-hmm. built into a. Uh, so we were born with that true. shit so yeah. Oh, obviously we're going to think all these
0: things. There was a guy by the name I believe is was um Albert
1: Bernays mm. who is one of the godfathers Uncles. of marketing. It's uh, he's Freud's uncle. <laughs> he's Sigmund Freud's uncle. Bernays?
0: Um Google it maybe, folks. Maybe. Yes. I feel like he's not that I feel like he's younger. He is he Sigmund was Freud's in the 30s, so maybe. He was in the 30s so maybe. Uncle. Where he basically one of the biggest things he did was convince women to smoke mm-hmm. by changing by make invent like they invented Virginia Slims and he created the entire marketing uh, target market um, campaign targeting women to tell them like okay your husband smokes these are for you mm-hmm. these are for women it's- these
1: are sleek slender sexy. It was done with one ad mm-hmm. and the wordage, they, put, the verbiage they put on that, it was a feminist poster. Mm-hmm. We smoke too. That was the sentiment. We smoke too.
2: Mm, with mm-hmm. that, that lady with Changed everything.
1: Mm-hmm. Rosie the Riveter.
2: Rosie the, yeah. Rosie. No.
1: I mean, she, she didn't. No. But similar
2: to, yeah. Similar to it's her. That, that, that kind of- uh,
1: Edward Bernays, yeah, that's Sky. It. they put Betty Crocker cake mix mm-hmm. on the shelves- and this was back in like the 50s after World War II. Grocery markets, grocery stores were brand new. Aisles mm-hmm. were brand new. Packaged goods, canned goods were brand new. Like this is the thing after World War II when America, like Elvis and the fucking uh, white picket fences were booming and shit like mm-hmm. that. They put Betty Crocker, launched their cake mix, right? Nobody bought it. Nobody. And the company's like, what the fuck? We can't figure it out. They hired Bernays. Bernays said this, he goes, these housewives, they're not used to, This again, this is, you know, right after World War II, they're not used to canned packaged goods, processed right. foods. So they changed the label, they changed the advertisement, and it you know what it called for? It called for one egg. You had to put, like it was big on the box, it has to have one egg. It sold like hotcakes, dude, because the women, and I'm, I'm sorry, women used to shop back then, sue me. And cook. Sue me. Okay. I'm just reporting facts. The fact that they felt, now they felt like they were actually cooking for their family because it involved the breaking of, and, uh, listen, think about the egg. I mean, is that not symbolic or what? The egg. Get like it? A woman's Get egg? Get it? The seed of life. Get it? So yeah. you have to crack one egg. And it was actually insignificant to the recipe. Really? like they <laughs> made It didn't necessarily make a difference. Made a difference <laughs> but that psychological effect of like, oh, I have to buy fresh eggs because I'm going to make my family and my kids this meal, this Betty Crocker fucking cake mix, whatever it was shot through the roof, dude. And it changed all of packaged goods. That's man. crazy. Edward Bernays, he yeah, he's invented. demonized, but he was a fucking genius, right. he's, man.
0: he's solely responsible for where we are and a lot of things that aren't good. 9/11 but too. He invented I mean, what? he invented 9/11. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you talking about? He sold us about? the World Trade Center. <laughs> it's all related. He basically <laughs> invented target marketing.
1: Yeah, and but that's fascinating,
0: man. There was all the psychology behind it. It's mm-hmm. just he could figure out what would get people to
1: yeah. move. There's a lot of yeah. Well,
2: if it wasn't going to be him. It would be somebody else. I mean, eventually
1: Maybe. Sigmund Freud's uncle.
2: Target. I mean, that's a that's a crazy connection. Yeah. Cuz there's got to be something in that bloodline that just breeds call it like a, they call n- it knowing opium. human psychology and and how people work. A lot of cocaine, yeah. a lot of opium. Opium, sure. Caffeine. Oh man, we're all
0: a bunch of fucking
1: just
2: sheep. We are targeted, and we are in markets whether we like it or not.
0: We don't even realize we're in so many markets. We're in so deep. We're, where, we're deep. You know, even when you think you're out, you are fifteen layers in.
1: Yeah. You know what's fascinating about us in our generation, in our age group? You know, I'm turning twenty nine tonight. Happy birthdays! Don't like don't make it a big deal, guys. I, and by oh, the way, God. Hey, uh, by the way, I don't want you guys don't to make my her. birthday, it's coming Happy up birthday. in uh, 35 seconds, a big fucking deal or anything like it's that, actually, guys. I don't want you. To... It's 1205. Shit, my birthday's done. But our generation, old and old reading old a little bit about the iGens who are after us, because we're technically millennials. The okay? what? iGens? You ever heard of them?
0: iGeneration? Gotcha. Austin?
1: After the millennials. I thought, so were, I thought you were being racist. Younger. In
0: saying and spelling out engines. Oh, no. uh, Jesus
1: Christ, man. Edit that out, please. I
0: don't know what generation you're from now. Why did you say we are iGens?
1: No, I didn't say we are iGens. In in looking at the iGens, and then you compare it to millennials, and you think about what it means to be a millennial. And it's fascinating that like, even that smoking conversation we just had, if you really wanted to pull back and look at all of the opinions we all expressed and shared... Somebody older than us or somebody with more of an ge- uh, objective opinion on our generation would be like, yeah, these guys have this opinion because of the Marble Man, because of the movie. Jack Nicholson. like all of the su- – like Fight Club. We and- are, like you said, we are – all of our opinions – I feel like – long story short, let me get to the point. Our Please. generation is the first one sort of becoming aware of our own conditioning through media, marketing, things like Bernays. um and I wonder if, I don't think, I think the iGens, I think we're going to be the only little middle group that's like half and half. Like, yeah, we grew up conditioned by a lot of marketing and, and societal sort of like pressure and whatever, influence. But I feel like the iGens, they're just so fucking brain dead. The people coming up now, they're so brain dead. They're not even going to have the sort of balanced... uh awareness that millennials have.
0: Now, what's the age range of an iGen? What's the top what the max range is right now?
1: I just turned 29, dude. I don't know. How old is an iGen? I don't know. I'm 29. Do they exist as of today? Uh yeah, they're it's a uh, anybody born in after
2: 2000s, I believe. Yeah, I think, it 2000s. I think God, it's 2000s. That's the cutoff
1: God help them. Man. You know, I can't even imagine.
0: I have heard that they are quitting social media in record numbers oh fascinating that and they grew up with it so we were in the we're in probably the most interesting spot where we're the last generation that knows what life was like before the internet and the household computers like Mm -hmm. i still remember getting my first computer and then we got to see the rise and fall the, the rise of social media and not really the fall but floundering a little bit um the problems that it's created in the world it's brought us into which is in a lot of cases a terrible thing but also other cases it's uh an unheralded amazing thing mm. also a lot of cases more terrible but is it i mean the new generation they grew up only knowing that and yeah i mean a lot of them are just unplugging
1: you th- are they, are really? they that's though? what i've
0: heard i don't i've read that I, I th- Trevor, so. I think, I think Trevor Facebook's is numbers right are Check dwindling. Facts.
1: Facebook, but,
2: uh, other social like Instagram is probably growing. Insta- like well, crazy. Facebook
0: owns Instagram. Too, Snapchat? So how about like, people can shit on Facebook, but everyone's on Instagram, so it does not matter. How to about, Facebook's bottom line?
2: It just it just moves over. I I don't think people are actually Snapchat's signing off, cutting
0: Snapchat's off everything dead. Basically. But basically,
1: here okay. But here's what they're not unplugging from, and here's what they're not even aware that they could unplug from this quote spell check. You know what I mean? Like oh autocorrect God. things. We didn't grow up with autocorrect all the time. Certainly on text messages and phones. Before T nine. Right? Like think about that, man. <laughs> like that's that's a thing. That's what I meant about the awareness and sort of uh being aware like we are. Because mm-hmm. we had that we had both, man. We had it mm-hmm. slowly introduced and we remembered life before it in the AIM days. Whereas if you grow up now, like the thought it's like I remember talking to my dad one time and he's like yeah we didn't have microwaves till fucking 1985 or whatever. I was like you didn't grow up with a microwave? He's like no. So that perspective is held by some kid right now where it's like your iPhone didn't correct your misspelled words? Yeah, what
0: the hell's a BlackBerry?
1: You know what I mean? So that's something it's almost like by virtue of the medium you can't you can't get rid of that. No. You can't.
0: It's it's so, so ingrained into they they don't know I I can only imagine how spelling tests are.
1: Or or in the, and that's just one, you know, small example. Spelling uh, tests. Do everyone, they even have those anymore? Fun, I dude, hope so. How about pictures? How about I pictures? Don't know. vocabulary? How about, how about pictures? There's no Think value in them. What
0: about pictures? There's no value in a picture. When
1: you and I were kids, and I just turned 29, so I have the right to, you know, when I was a kid, at 29 uh, if so you're listening 20 to Easter years ago? Time, yeah. When I was 20 years ago today. First of all, you had to fucking, you had to, your pops had to make big money, and they had to really treat you to get a camera phone. Remember that? Oh yeah. That and if you deal. wanted to take pictures, you know what you did? You either saved up and you bought a fucking digital camera, or you bought a you know whatever a Polaroid old school, like some sort of actual camera. Mm-hmm. And that was like a valued thing because you're like, now I have this separate device that takes photos. Well, even
0: before digital cameras when you couldn't get the instant gratification of seeing what your picture looked like and you were on film. Oh, dude. And every picture that you got meant a lot more because it was, there's a finite number of pictures that you have and you can only take, you're only going to use one on this situation. So you're not going to blast 3000 of them and just filter them out, throw some some nice filters on there, throw them on your
1: Instagram. There's so many examples of things that, and it's of course it's every generation, but like that, they're not even aware that they're they they have it they're taking it for granted
2: yeah, yeah they don't know what's been automated yeah. we can kind of remember what's yeah. what used mm-hmm. to be manual and what used to be more rudimentary
1: like apple music remember how sophisticated it was like i had to go dude my mom dropped me off at dagger's house and i had like a fucking cd rom And a fucking, maybe I had a flash drive. This may have been four flash drives. And I'm like, dude, hook me up with Bear Share. Mm -hmm. We're going to fucking (sighs) peer-to-peer tonight. I'm going to get like (laughs) three albums. Now I got Apple Music. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And that's something you don't even. Uh, You don't even download music illegally anymore because you don't even have to. Yeah.
0: So Spotify, Apple Music, even YouTube. You could just go listen to full albums on YouTube.
1: SoundCloud. Everything. Check us out and subscribe. Yeah, it's
2: easier to pay for music now than it is to download it illegally. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Like, they figured it out. Yeah. Like
0: (laughs) The funny thing is... It's amazing. I found a lot of good bands by downloading illegally because they would show up under other bands that I was trying to download. (laughs) And it would be, like, the wrong band. I'm like, these guys are pretty good. Who the fuck is this? I miss the days of, like, the MySpace days when you would find actual music, you know? When it was, like, there was... You'd be able to find bands deep in MySpace. <laughs> you just that?
2: you just exposed your age right now. You said oh, MySpace. Yeah.
0: <laughs> don't get me started on Friendster. All right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know what? It's so funny. Like talking like an old guy now. I'm 29. These kids, That's 29, don't get it. They don't get it. It was funny. But we were at Von's today, and that song, "It Hit Me, Baby, One More Time," Britney oh, Spears yeah. was on. I remember that. When it came out. Oh yeah. I was looking at this bag. Boys backing up my stuff. And Twenty. I, I was kind of like rocking out to it. Tops. And I was like, you're probably too young to understand what the song is about. He's like, nah, I don't even know what this is. <laughs> oh my it's God. weird, huh? I was like, Britney Spears, look her up. She has some tots.
0: Britney Spears has a <laughs> residency. <laughs> Hold on, what? She has a residency in Las Vegas now.
1: Oh, geez. yeah, she, that's that's yeah. like Bet Midler to my parent. You know, like. Britney, that's Britney now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Britney, that's Britney, bitch.
0: That's Brit. That's <laughs> so weird, dude. <laughs> you know, these kids, though, they have they're no all, respect. They don't always, get it. They're always on my fucking lawn.
1: I think it's more than just their. Oh, hey, daggers! Hold on, daggers gonna side with the kids. Watch, you're going good. I think what they're you just saying?
0: lost. Right? Oh, yeah, like no, what no. do you
2: expect? They're born in a fucking mal- maelstrom of
0: of technology and all I know just is not a what? single one of them can run for president when they're old enough.
1: Think about okay. Think about the sexting going Man. on right now. We didn't have sexting.
0: The fucking Snapchat no, we did. videos. No,
1: well, maybe you didn't, dude. Your parents saw how many text <laughs> messages you sent. Like remember the phone bills used to be like shit. Right. I sent 175 texts. Yeah, because
2: those used to be tracked.
1: But I'm just saying, and then picture messaging was not instant. Well, sexting There's was no a thing, selfies. But phone sex was selfies thing. came out like five years ago. Yeah,
2: I mean Jesus. there was obviously there were so many things that were different. I I get it.
1: Oh yeah, dagger sides. We the used to kids. have there to have, but they get a sex, pass. Not sext. Do they get a pass?
2: Like we're not gonna? Are we really gonna like get, like po- poke at their character? Like, are we really gonna say like they they it's their fault? They, it's their fault. No, of course, no, of course not. it's not yeah. their of course not. fault. Just like it's See, not our fault. People for are still
1: way we blaming are. us.
0: The older people are still blaming us. Yeah, you know, if you go back far enough, there's there's writings from Plato talking about the younger generation and them being lazy, yeah. and entitled, not getting it. They're yeah. not gonna make anything of themselves. This actual writing, Yeah.
1: Plato, but Socrates had it too. It's it's been it's for been around forever. since the but dawn of man. Maybe. Yeah. We've maybe that's the natural progression as long as human history or as long as writing has been around or recorded history. We've just been devolving. Maybe we're fucking devolving. We
0: should never have written.
1: So every generation has a uh, has the right to bitch about the things behind them because it's like hey, here we go deeper into the hole of deevolution. De- I we don't go.
2: think it's possible for us to devolve.
1: Well, here's here's actually what's happening. We're evolving and devolving, We're evolving
0: time. into the singularity. Such as life, man. We
1: will devolve into a single organism. Oh, well, here we go. Elon Musk over here. The Put the joint down, man. man. <laughs> they didn't inhale.
2: Evolving assumes a a a, pro, a projection, right?
1: Do you believe in God? Pro, of course I do. Oh, here it all comes out, huh?
2: But you know, maybe knowledge isn't the uh, ultimate goal of evolution.
1: What about the simulation?
2: Simulate, man. We are going for it. This simulation, the mean, simulation. The simulation. Talking that about would, life. The that great simulation be, in the sky. Be,
0: that would be a way of humans evolving rapidly, right?
2: Of jumping into a simulation yeah. instead of waiting for reality to catch up with our imagination. If we
0: created the simulation that would then make humans, we can make them whatever we want. But
2: it would be a simulation, it wouldn't be reality.
0: But what is real? Anywho, Surge Cola.
1: Surge Cola. Maybe that's what did it. Maybe that's what fried the fucking Nigens' brain, Surge. Maybe that's what maybe that's what fucked us up.
2: It was probably Surge, right? I gotta look this guy up. I'm pretty fascinated now, Surge. Yeah. Surge Cola. Yeah. One of the one of the Coca Cola brothers.
0: Uh, he's uh, you know one of the Coke brothers. Yeah, yeah. One of the the top Republican donors. You know, you know the Coke brothers, right?
2: Yeah, I know the Coke brothers. Who doesn't know the Coke brothers? They're not the Cola guys, but you know, Cola bros. So,
0: do you remember, whatever happened to Cactus Cooler?
2: Cactus Cooler's still around. Is it? I'm surprised it's not as popular what happened? as, as all it. the
0: others. I think Keenan and Kel propelled orange soda into the stratosphere, and it was humongous. Speaking of, Keenan got an Emmy for the first time the other day. Really? He's the longest running... Saturday Night Live cast member ever.
2: He's been there for a very long time. Got it. So we got an Emmy for his SNL performances? For like
0: a music video he did in SNL.
2: Oh, good for him. It was called um,
0: Bring Back Barack. It was him, Chance the Rapper, and some other guy. It was like a, a boys to men song. It was pretty great. Mm. He got an Emmy. Good for him.
2: Good for him. It's
0: like a childhood finally getting noticed.
2: He's funny. I don't think he's that funny, but he's funny. He works hard. He works hard. And what what a good run.
0: And what Uh, happened to Kel?
2: Who knows where Kel is? I think he's playing slam ball.
0: Dance 360 has been gone for a long time. (laughs) 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 Isn't he on
2: Wild and Out or something?
0: Oh, he wishes he was on Wild and Out. No, that's Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon. Divorced from Mariah Carey, Nick Cannon.
2: Oh, are they divorced? Oh, yeah, they've been divorced. I wonder wonder who was the, the problem.
0: I think she's with Ashton Kutcher now, isn't she?
2: Oh, uh, so she dropped his No, eyes. no, that's Demi
0: Moore. Bruce Willis's ex-wife is with Ashton Kutcher.
2: Oh, yeah, that's right. Which is interesting. What a life.
0: What a, what a life, those people. They're just swapping partners. Yeah, it's like time. Eyes Wide
2: Shut. But it's really happening. And they're not
0: wearing masks. or are they. <laughs>
2: Well, Damien, I, I want to take this opportunity to Go give you a nice, warm, happy birthday, tw- 29 years of life. Uh, I will soon be 30. Day. Makes sense. I'm about a year wiser than you. I could tell. Yeah. But you got. It's it You've had a, a good run so far.
1: Uh, it's you know mm-hmm. I made it past mm-hmm. the 27 club. I thought I'd die and join the rest, but you know I'm still here. God still wants me to work through him and uh for him and uh it's all downhill from here. And it's all downhill from here.
2: One goal for a year from now that we oh, will check. Man. I will remind you next year this time.
1: Do I have to give it to
2: you right now? Yes, oh, off the top
0: of your head. Absolutely. So this
1: year, this birthday year, dagger, I can commit to you. That I will shit you will shit, I will shit what what's this something I can just guarantee you man it's it it can't be too lofty, it's gotta be practical, um not too modest, not too either. modest uh um, challenge, a stretch,
2: you gotta stretch yourself a little bit,
1: okay. I got to step outside my comfort zone. Absolutely get zone, out of you your comfort zone. Maybe, maybe this is my year, man. You know, you can, I'm getting I need to make maybe. make this your year. Yeah, but can't be too cocky about it. All right. So, this year, man, I will for sure out-podcast you.
2: That was is too that, lofty.
1: Oh yeah, lofty.
2: Really went for okay. the stars there.
1: How about this? You guys are tired already? This year, I will Stone cold stunner you. I will kick you in the belly with my right foot. Not gonna happen. And then I'm gonna take your fucking face over my shoulder and I'm gonna stone (laughs) cold (laughs) stunner you and you're gonna bounce up and you're not gonna hit you, man.
0: You go stiff as a board, you're gonna have a psychedelic experience. You can okay. You'll see God for a moment. I will let you do
2: that with the exception that there is a cold beer next to you. Oh man. And somebody tosses it into your right hand.
0: Can't be next to him. I'm gonna, with, I'm gonna have to throw it from it's gonna across be the room. Austin's label beer guy
2: showing on the outside. You mm-hmm. catch it with the label showing on the outside. You crack that son of a bitch. Heineken.
1: Smash it. And you go bottom. Over your up. hat. You have to it's, smash it over your face. It's gonna be, of course it's gonna be our sponsors. It's, be two beers. it's Heineken. Two Heinies. Austin is gonna be with a bucket full of ice-cold Heineken, he's going to be tossing them to me. It might be tonight. It might be tomorrow. I'll be on the, Wait, Vanishing- I'm I'm weekend. Gonna
0: be from the other side of the house onto the balcony over here. Over the house. You Get two. <pastry> smash them together. And just take whatever comes out. I tell you? Did
2: I tell you the video game I'm going to make? I'm seriously going to make this. Are you committing to this? Is this your yearly goal? This is my yearly goal by the time your birthday comes up next year.
1: Okay. Okay. By the time I'm 30...
2: By the time you're 30, it's going to be a video game where you toss beers. Cold beers okay. to Stone Cold Steve Austin.
0: <laughs> oh my in a god! Rink. The wrestler who retired you, 15 years ago. Okay. You have
2: to nail his hand, right? That's the target. Oh, and it's not easy. And, and every, you know, if he misses it, oh, what
0: the fuck! You can't make it. look like hell, a fool. yeah.
2: And then every time he cracks one open, the crowd just goes.
0: Vroom.
2: It gets louder and louder, and the points go higher and higher. Dagger, oh my god.
1: edit this out, dagger, this is, because this is fucking genius. This is a genius Gold. idea. I dagger, I can this.
0: help you make this game
1: now. Yeah. I would pay for this fucking shit, dude. Do, every
0: time every time he catches two, do you get a hell yeah?
1: If he catches
2: hell two? Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, he can only catch two if you if he catches three in a row now, on his right hand.
0: Now, the ending of the game is clearly the Budweiser truck coming into the ring. <laughs> yeah. Yes it is. Got it. Yeah, it sure is. There was an amazing podcast, Uh, speaking of podcasts, uh, check out my podcast, Love Hours, um, AustinLove.com, with Stone Cold (laughs) telling a story about how he met his beer guy. And it was just some dude that he, it was like like his physical trainer or something, physical therapist, and the guy just was great at tossing cans of bud. And Stone Cold has never dropped a can. He's never overthrown them, he's never underthrown them. Each time, whoosh, 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 label out, label out. Hell
2: yeah. He's a professional beer catcher. Consummate sure. professional. And then like if you catch enough beers and he's drinking enough,
1: you can like wrestle a little bit in the game. Who's who's caught more beers than Stone Cold like in their life? He's got no one. It's one of those unique like life experiences by virtue of your job. Which yeah. is,
0: what's crazy is it's not even his job. He made that a part of his job. <laughs> he brought what he loved into his craft.
2: And the crowd the, ate it up. What the hell happened okay, to so Damien just poured a beer. For the listeners, it's it's all foam. foam. This it is, is so good. though. Oh, this it
0: is 99.9% <laughs> foam is so to good. the brim. And there's a little
1: speckle of liquid at the bottom. Um did you guys hear, speaking of which... This guy can't pour. A uh, peer of ours, Rogan. Did you hear Diamond Dallas Page? Oh, uh, DDP? DDP, no. baby. Dude, no. Did you watch the video? Foam. Another foam there. You guys can't pour. Um, did you watch the guy's video? The transformation. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. This beer is I was sitting at my cry, desk at but...
0: work just Balling. getting misty like a that bitch. And I was like, God
1: damn it, you did it. Dude, I a couple years back, I fell into DDP. And I went on like just a classic.
0: Did you watch The Doc? The Snake Doc?
1: Uh, Yeah, I've seen most of it. I haven't seen it. And Diamond Dallas Page, dude, I fucking love that guy. He's one of those guys. Good dude. There's a video. Everybody should watch this. I love this fucking video. I've watched it so many times, especially since he just went on Rogan. It's a video of him, and he teaches you how to make a salad on the road. How to eat healthy while traveling. Which
0: is very difficult for wrestlers and comedians especially too
1: sure and you know business type anyone on the flight road. attendants yeah
0: guess and all the rest and all the all the normies <laughs> why those two because they're always on the road
1: so all the normies it's, too it's this video man and it's it, there's it's so good because you get the real diamond Dallas page it's one of those like it's so and what i love about diamond Dallas page and you can hear it on the rogan interview is he's one of, he's a classic old guy like he doesn't get the internet he doesn't like. He's just old school, man. You know, he he's, can't help but be old school. He's got a guy who ha like works. His yeah, phone for him. yeah. He doesn't fucking carry a phone. Like he's one of those guys. Okay, so he's making this video, and you can tell he's got his nephew filming, and he doesn't. The, there's the edits are off, and he's like talking off camera, and it's the cuts are awkward and shit. But he explains to you, and he has so much intricacy, but. He steals the, the silverware from Whole Foods. He goes, when I land, I, I go to the closest Whole Foods, and you go to the cafe, <laughs> and all you do is you go to the little cafe, and you just, I take a few of these napkins rolled with forks and knives, and now I got forks and knives for so the whole weekend. It's brilliant. Here's what you do. I don't take medication, but if you call the, the bellhop, they'll bring you a fridge. For free, if you say you need medication it needs to be refrigerated, it's brilliant. So now I got my fresh produce, and he's and it's so weird to see this like Florida. Was hick. Diamond Dallas, Page just oh here dude, yeah. right so, now. <laughs> Who, where'd he go? He he's just this simple guy, but he loves organic fresh food. He's the, he he's so he's passionate. in the hotel, he's passionate about that. He too. washes a peach. He makes a he makes a chicken peach and blueberry salad <laughs> in his hotel room, and it's like he's a millionaire, but he's in like a fucking really cheap hotel he's one of those like he's saving money when you're on the road with the wwe i don't think they're keeping it like he's got bread though dude this is this was contemporary video he's got bread and he's like he's showing you he goes i'm gonna make this great peach salad and he's chopping up the greens with his hands he's giving you techniques on how to to break up the lettuce with his hands but he's so enthusiastic and he's so excited about making the salad Mm. it's honestly it's such a good video it's such a good video and it's it, it, it's really weird and uh, terrible quality. But you're like, man, this guy just he inspired he shined, me. He shines through. Yeah. And I love characters like that. Like, you would never expect a Diamond Dallas Page, like a former, like, Coke Snorton, pro wrestler, six foot five, like, big old fucking meathead. Coke Snorton. He's into organic vegetables, and he created. He, like, literally, as far as yoga is concerned... He's, like, the biggest, uh, like, uh, evolver of the, yeah. of the, the he's, he's ancient up. tradition of yeah. yoga. Like, it's crazy.
0: Like, he, like, took, like, Pilates and other, like, three steps further, yeah. which is, like, it's, like, yoga, strength and conditioning, like, balance, like, core strength. Yeah. And, and his, his stuff, like, what he does is, for people, even, like, for people who can't really move very well, because he was destroyed. His body was destroyed. Yeah, his
1: back was broken he, and
0: shit. Back, yeah, he was... Completely, he has like he said he has no cartilage in like his L seven and L six discs in his spine, but after you know because of what he's doing, he's moving fine, and
1: he's saving he's saving people's lives. Yeah, it's it's really bizarre. It's I and mean, I think it's his yoga is about to like really hit. It's I famous, so. but it's about to really hit. I hope so.
0: It's not even. I, I looked it up and I was like, you know, you, you order some DVDs. It's like fifty bucks for yeah. like a box set. That's how old school he is. He <laughs> He's still like DVDs. operates on That's DVDs, DVDs yeah.
1: man. He's like, hey, just get in your hotel room. You pop, you pop this bad boy in the DVD player. Thinks they still salad. have DVD players. <laughs> you guys gotta watch this. That's so good. I, honestly, I want that peach and blueberry salad. It's just his enthusiasm, man. It's just such a unique guy. I'm kind of dressing to DDP fuck with. He put just a little olive oil, like natural, oil. like cold pressed. He bought it from Whole Foods. And listen, still, Whole, Foods, Whole Foods, he's like I go in the in the in the salad bar section and I the nuts are cheaper if you get them here so I put them in this box and I rubber band them and I hide them from the guy. Now I got now I got fresh salad all weekend. This guy
0: is so enthusiastic about the little shortcuts he gets to make. Yeah. He's finding the joy in life. Yeah. And we should all do the same. I'm going to make that salad.
1: I like characters that are thrust into something bigger than themselves, you know? Like, oh, when yeah. you look at his life, he was he was a redneck sort of dude. He grew up in Jersey, owned bars. Mm-hmm. He was a bouncer. He liked fucking Springsteen and, like, steroids, you know? Yeah. And... You know who knows three year hundred years from now five hundred years he could be like this sort of mythic figure that gets twisted and turned but you know he gets credit for yoga you know and It'd be a further down diamond the line statue of him out only there, time like will man. tell it's bigger than him yeah like he's all he promotes is healthy eating organic uh, organic food simple things chemical free organic non processed food and yoga. Just eating real From f- real food. Diamond Dallas Page. D
2: like how it's almost complete know? opposites, right? Like it's so weird in, in yeah. a way.
0: Yeah. There's he there's a whole documentary though about him helping the other wrestler, Jake the Snake Roberts, mm-hmm. who was a drug addict, addicted to pills, and wild alcoholic. His body was failing him. Like he was basically on the verge of suicide. He's like, he'd lost almost everything and diamond Dallas page, like found out and went to go and like helped him out and completely transformed his entire life. Like he got him moving again. He got a meeting, right? He saved him.
1: And mm-hmm.
0: it, it, it's this guy. He's more than just, you know, a, a wrestler. He's doing good things. Yeah.
1: I like characters like that. Like, Rogan's kind of like that, too. You he's know? bigger than himself. Yeah, he's, a, a, in essence, you know, to put it to, simply, he's a cage-fighting commentator and a comic. Mm-hmm. But think about what he's, like, done. Think about what he's done recently.
2: Mm. His best work is, like, yet to come, obviously, but it's getting better as mm-hmm. he's going along. Like, oh, yeah. The interviews are getting better. He's getting better right. at commentating. His co- his comedy specials are getting better. So,
1: but think um, about the guests too. Like the guests are varying in wider bigger, in wider bigger spectrums. spectrums. He had
0: Stephen Tyler a couple months ago. He had uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson again. Like multiple, he's had him multiple yeah. times with him, you know, a couple of weeks ago. Elon, Elon Musk. Musk. He's gotten. He's getting Brock Lesnar on very soon. Fuck yeah! Uh, it's, it's crazy,
2: man. Like. And he's bringing these people together too. Yeah, so it's yeah. not just him and that person. He's bringing them. To Those us people too. are talking yeah, now. Yeah, he's making, unrelated, unrelated yeah. to their fields.
0: He's making people who don't normally ever do long form, casual interviews. He's making he's bridging that gap to the normal person. Yeah, and we
1: get to like actually see what this person's mostly like. Mm-hmm. It's 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 something everyone can agree. It's way bigger than. Uh, the guy joe rogan like joe rogan isn't making the joe rogan experience and and when i say that that's his podcast mm-hmm. he it's not he doesn't have credit for that thing he just simply ran with it man he ran with yeah, whatever he, position he had in influence he was and influence and he lets he lets it come to him and he lets it he lets go enough to where yeah. an elon musk is like yeah i'll do your show bro yeah and a guy like uh oh, Jesus just not I mean,
0: saying no, you know. He's not yeah. saying like no this might hurt my image or anything. Mm-hmm. He's he's welcome to most comers. It's, it's even crazy. Some crackpots like your Tom DeLongs. Yeah. Right. Which...
2: And conservative nuts like Ted Nugent. Alex yeah. Jones. Alex Al- Jones. I mean, he just yeah, he's bringing everybody on board. He's and he's not have, afraid to like he has,
0: stop them. He yeah. has a uh, uh he has a vegan Dietitian coming on in a week or two, along with a former vegan f- dietitian who now is more like paleo, and they're going to debate
1: each other on the podcast. Go at so, it! That's going to be interesting. That's cool. Like, dude, he's pushing. Who else He's that. pushing so many thought movements mm-hmm. that are that don't pertain to his his own views or his intellect, or it has nothing to do with him. Man, it's it's really cool.
2: So yeah, he kind of was thrust into this, like yeah it it kind of came about, and he's kind of facilitating it. Yeah. Yeah. He was like a niche comedy, managing it a little bit. You but know? there's no way he could have, you know, when he was a kid, thought I just want to do this. Yeah. I want to oh. do the Joe Rogan experience, and even meet even all be all this- a
0: comedian when he was a kid because yeah. he was like, you couldn't martial write arts. He was a martial arts. That was what he was going to do for the rest of his life. Like, and then he somehow fell into comedy, and then Fear Factor. All right weird it's strange and, man i mean yeah you know what the best move he ever did getting
1: rid of red band oh yeah that guy was terrible man he is I the don't least like
0: funny comic
1: i don't like him i have personal beef with him man he Dude, still, still doesn't
0: produce a show
1: no he's, he's he kicked him off a couple of years ago yeah he was a piece of shit he's, so, he's so a, who's
2: the guy that's uh recording, or recording? Jamie, jamie young jamie, jamie, jamie oh jamie Fernan, yeah, jamie yeah Varney,
0: sorry young jamie he's just he's like right. i always
2: confuse the two
0: No, Red Band is the anti-funny, where if Rogan's having a serious conversation conversation with, like, Elon Musk, (laughs) Dude, Jimmy would be like, uh, Red Band would be like, I brought these gas station dick pills, and I jizzed all over the place. Dude, that's that's
1: that's, what he's all about. That's classic Red uh, Band. Red Band was the guy, and, you know, he's embarrassing to, like... and, And not even in the, like, oh, you're not cool, you're not sexy, you're not hip. You're, like, you're just kind of, like, it's... Rogan should not be associated with that no. guy. And he if was I was like, Neil deGrasse Tyson, it he would be enough for me like, God, everything is lined up except for that one fucking yeah. guy. He stuttered. He was not funny. Like, he literally couldn't... If you listen to him talk... It, he's it's, like probably like he cranked out on drugs. Yeah, he, he couldn't formulate sentences and he would miss, yeah. misspeak speak. He just derails. Often. He's derailing everything. And he would derail everything and he's not yeah. interesting. He's a... The only credit, the credit I do give him
0: is he helped start that podcast. He started your mom's pod, uh, your mom's house podcast, the Tom Girl one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, but start. he's not on those anymore. Right. They've all no, dude, distance themselves. I, a- I went and saw Kill Tony a couple weeks ago, right? Yeah, you know, Tony Hinchcliffe mm-hmm. one, and it was mostly Hinchcliffe and the guest doing all the talking. Red Band was over there doing some, some God knows what, on a laptop, trying to make like sound effects or something. But I was not looking forward to seeing him there.
1: Yeah, he's he's kind of a bitch, man. You he know? looks
0: like he was born to be a dirty old man. He's a, he's a weird character, dude.
2: He's, he's he's weird, and he date. I think he dates like younger Asian girls. But he's like, also
1: banged like Lindsay stuff. Lohan. Like he's banged a lot of hot chicks.
0: Yeah, he probably bangs. Pe- he's one of those people friends. who are like down with like for coke.
1: Yeah, but like. I th- I, maybe he was like s- pseudo famous, so that's how he's was having he, a though? lot of hot chicks. But Oops. when is he famous? He's a bitch, man. He, I got accused, you know, this is, I got accused from him of stealing from the Joe Rogan podcast back when it was held at the Ice House.
0: Mm.
1: Uh, a co host of ours, Kyle Reed, him and I went in, we bought weed at the Ice House from one of the workers there. Show sure, him any name? Him and I are a little tipsy. And we and you know I'm fucking working there, so I have access to everything. And we go ah I smoke right now, ah dude. And we don't have any papers. I was like, oh, the studio, Joe Rogan's studio, for sure has papers. Mm-hmm. So we go in there. Studios and we're like, dude, it'd be kind of cool to smoke a joint in here. Me and Kyle, like, yeah, cool. So we sit in the chairs, and and this is where Rogan used to podcast at the Ice early house. early too. Early, but still like solid guest, man. If yeah. you look back, yeah. uh and we sit down, like, oh, this is pretty cool. And there's, like, just a bin in the middle of the podcast. There's shit everywhere. Mm-hmm. And there was, like, yeah, sure enough. There was, like, a bunch of weed vials and all kinds of shit. It's about but papers, a long, long table. Dude, and I earnestly, man, sincerely, just fucking, I would never steal from the Joe Rogan podcast, dude. What are you I was a taking fucking there? giant fan. Big, still big fan. Take the papers, and we're starting to, like, roll a little joint. And they had a nice, sophisticated surveillance camera, so in bust a couple of the employees mm-hmm. and they're like, what? Get the fuck out of here. What are you guys doing here? I'm like, oh, well, I was just giving her some papers. I just bought weed from you, man. And his boss was behind him. So he's like, get out of here, yeah. here. And it turns out they had, like Brian had motion activated cameras in the studio. And he goes, those guys are fucking stealing. And he's getting, the owner's getting chewed out on the phone for Red Band. He's bitching up a storm. I was like, dude, give me the phone. I'll talk to him. And I, I was like, Brian, dude, I work here. You've met me before. I I would never steal from you guys. Check the footage. I only took some rolling papers. And he's like, "Yeah, you fucking." He said something swarmy and then hung up on me. Yeah. Uh, and I had to leave. <sighs> he's a bitch, man. I've met him. I've met him a couple of times. He's like, not nah. I don't. I don't doubt that." He's he's been shitty to to people. He seems like the
0: kind of guy who would get the last word in and then hang the phone up so he can get the last word in. Jesus. Yes. Mm.
2: I mean, I don't know the guy. I don't want to judge him too much, but I just, I, I, I don't get a good feeling from him, and I feel like we wouldn't get along. Yeah. But that was a kind of, a nice, cool little Hollywood story cool you told. Him. I was into that. I was like, Ooh, oh shit,
0: behind the scenes, yeah, <laughs> behind the curtain. <laughs> Never heard that one. This guy, twenty nine years young. I'm just only twenty nine. Already,
1: already hating me and Rogan. Already
0: hating comics. Hanging out at podcasts. Hosting his own,
1: yeah. I remember I was there the nail the night Neil deGrasse Tyson did his first one there. Saw he did him the walk house? through. I saw uh, Andrew Dice Clay there walk into the studio. I'm just like, oh, oh, shit, man? It's crazy.
0: Dice, okay, hang on. Dice, he's not funny, right? I don't know. It's I don't know. He's, he's funny, funny to like fifty
1: year olds from Brooklyn. Yeah,
0: fifty-year-old white guys from Brooklyn. I
1: feel like he was funny, and what? we just didn't get funny? it because we weren't there. Yeah, I do not get it. It's it's like a shtick. Yeah, but it's, but the shtick it, the shtick character is not funny. Yeah, it's kind of funny. That's just. <laughs> I think it's funny that he's. I think at the time it would have been funny, Maybe. but and everyone Maybe. that was around at that time still honors him as being like a, a funny guy, and we yeah. I don't know. We don't it's just different, man. It was a
0: different time and comedy was very different back then. Yeah. But I just Some stuff doesn't
1: doesn't does not pass change. the test of does time. Exactly. Some stuff change. is timeless yeah. and will always touch us, but yeah. or other generations. So you gotta you gotta just trust that it was funny as shit when it came out. Sure. But like Sam Kinison to me is still fucking funny, man. Yeah. And he did the same thing. He set the world on fire then, but I find him funny. Yeah, whereas like that's not my style of comedy, you know, dice clay. No.
0: Or, like, I mean...
1: Well,
2: it's just I mean, not PC any, anymore. It's not even
0: It's bad. not
1: even that bad, it's not, it's right? Yeah,
2: but he bad. had some, like, woman jabs. I remember yeah. uh, watching yeah. some of his stuff. It just wouldn't go well yeah. in a general crowd, L.A. crowd, right?
0: Oh, Definitely now. No, Definitely not
2: now. But he, like, he had some... Uh, I remember um, he had this interview on Stern, and he got in, like, almost a fist fight, I think, with one of these guys. But it was, like, a hilarious thing. Like, mm. he was... He was egging him on, hmm. so he knew how to push people's buttons that he was yeah. around because he's, he's like, like a tough guy, like an right?
0: aggressive, yeah. tough, tough New York guy. tough guy. So it could be
2: funny.
1: People that know him personally and have told stories like Rogan, like when he, dude, he was on Rogan, he's, he's like a ball breaker, but to like yeah. a really, like he's he's one of those guys, man. He just doesn't live by anybody's. He's just living a totally alien life that anybody's yeah. ever used to. I
0: mean, imagine how much money he made in the eighties.
1: Yeah, and he just the way he conducts himself, he plays like long. Pranks on people, and yeah, he breaks people's balls a lot. Uh, I don't know. What would you say is your
0: most timeless stand-up comedy?
1: Like Like, special? Who would I? Who Who would I say is timeless? Special or comedian? I don't know, man. (laughs) Timeless. That's, That's hard to be timeless, you know. Eddie
0: Murphy. Raw.
1: Still ah, holds dude. up. It's pretty funny.
0: It still holds up.
1: Yeah. And that leather suit. I can't oh, speak yeah. on it because I was... Like, you, were, you were there. I gave it a try, but I was like drunk and high and uh, I don't really dude, remember it. Yeah. You got to watch it. Delirious dude. is good too. How about like Don Rickles though? Is that timeless? Dude. Don Rickles still makes me fucking he's, laugh, dude.
2: He's hilarious. Yeah.
1: I think he's... Even his like late night show
2: appearances now are funny. Yeah. You know, Chris Rock... Chris Another Rock is, he's never really, never he never made me laugh. He's me. got a newer one out. It's called Tambourine. I have seen it's it. Really funny.
0: It was good. I didn't grow up in the hood of Brooklyn, so a lot of the jokes were not, like, aimed at me, because, like, he was very specific in a lot of his jokes in that one, I felt. Where I was like, I, all right. I mean, it's funny. You're
2: talking about Tambourine?
0: I think so. Like, in the last two years?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. No bullshit. I know I've said this before. Dave Chappelle, man, I don't find him funny at all. And I haven't even seen the last, like, three specials. That's the problem. Because well, the I, problem. Have no in- no, I have no no, no I have interest, man. You can't pay me to sit down and watch it, bro. Why? He doesn't make me laugh. I don't think he's funny. What
0: have you seen from him? I've Tore seen the heard? Chappelle show. Killing himself I've awfully?
1: seen those, yeah, those stand-ups around then. But, like... At the time when it came out? yeah. I just, I just don't find it funny. I, I think was, you, I think you would find
0: it funny. I've seen I some bits from his new, new stuff. So there's he, there's the four recent ones, right? There was the two and two, right? The first two were throwaway sets that he had recorded from like two years earlier. So they were whatever. But the newer two, there's one he does at the belly room at the the comedy store, mm-hmm. where there's like the upstairs room,
1: mm-hmm.
0: where it's so it's fall was the first one, which is like a big grand special, and this one is him and like forty people, and he's just sitting on a stool and just riffing on things that have been on his mind all all week, right? See that's and he f- goes very in depth, goes super deep on like what happened with the Chappelle show and everything, mm-hmm. and it's it's really interesting. It's yeah. it's
1: you need to listen to it. Yeah, uh, I just. Uh, I just don't find him funny. Like his his insights on things and his jokes, they don't make me laugh. And not to say that it's not good or like, it's it's just something about I don't know. Maybe it's my taste in comedies different. I don't know. Maybe he needs to lighten never up. Find him funny.
2: Maybe he should just lighten up.
1: You know who makes me laugh? Doug Stanhope, man. I think oh, I think that's yeah. my favorite comic, dude. Get
0: the fuck out of here! Excuse me,
1: Doug Stanhope. I think He's that's funny. my favorite comic, man. He's definitely funny.
0: Look, Look! I, I've seen getting Doug with High live, and I Doug used to Stanhope. listen Doug to... Stanhope, not Doug. Oh, oh, shit. Oh, thank God. Dipshit, oh big man. difference. Oh, oh thank That's God. That's the weed comic. No, oh, my no. God. Oh, my God. That's Doug why I was Stanhope, I was looking at you bro. like that. No, no, no. He's, Doug Stanhope.
1: He's, he's depressing, but he's good. He did a bit on killing his mom. Yeah. And it was fucking funny. And, like, I've never seen anything like that. I have to... I've watched it every couple... He had a he had a great special in Times like, a Day,
0: like a, like a Rec Center in Helsinki, Finland.
1: Was it the? It wasn't the beer hall. Putsch was it? Kalinske. I think that was it. What you're talking about. It Same was place, like it was yeah.
2: like
0: five years ago. It was it was really good.
2: Yeah. He's good. He's dark though. He makes he's, like just I'm like trying to get in his psyche. He's exhausting. You know? He's a little bit more positive now, but it's I just so. like because he's a drunk, right? So.
1: But it's like. You know, you can go to a Super Bowl party every year. It's right? yeah. Bisbee. Bisbee, Arizona. You know who else, though, man, stand up wise? Burr. Bill Burr.
2: Oh, yeah, Burr.
1: Burr. He'll make me cry laughing. Burr. You know? sure. There's a couple. I remember watching. Love seeing him just
0: going off on something. Oh, dude, he's
1: f- he
0: makes me laugh. And he can hold down a podcast by himself. By sure. himself.
2: Burr will go down as one of the top. He gets his, he gets him, when he gets
0: himself he's worked so up on something. Sure. Oh, my God. And
2: he's such like a, a guy's comic. Like oh, He yeah, really yeah. See, like true. did you, guys watch you on a deep show? level.
0: Did you guys watch the show Crashing, the Pete Holmes show?
1: I watched a couple episodes.
0: It's another great comic. He's great. But there was a, an episode of the last season where he stays with Bill Burr. And he, like, Bill Burr, like, takes him to his house, and it's, like, some really nice place, and he's just trying to bro out with Pete Holmes, and Pete Holmes is just not that kind of guy, and Burr is just like, look, dude, can you just, just pretend, just fucking pretend, man. I need this right now. Just, just, just come on. (laughs) And, like, they're playing golf and smoking cigars. (laughs) It's just Burr just entertaining himself just by the sheer presence of another man. Like, he needs it so
1: bad. Burr's definitely a guy's guy comic. But he'll, yeah, he he gets me, man. Yeah, we hang out. You hang out with
0: Bill Burr? Yeah, you know, sometimes. I get him worked up a little too much sometimes, though.
1: So. It's bad for his blood pressure. It's definitely a subjective thing. Like, your taste in comedians and what makes you laugh. But also, like, you
0: can completely judge somebody, and you should be open to be able to judge that person.
1: Yeah, I feel like an Aziz Ansari fan, you know? He had that one special that was great. I haven't seen it.
2: He's funny. <laughs> he is funny. He's funny. Like him?
1: His TV show it. on Netflix is great. I just hate on him. I just people hate on him. So Parks yeah. and Rec is great.
2: He was pretty. He showed up by surprise at the comedy store one time. That was great. He did pretty good really, job. That was really good.
1: You know who? Uh, you guys might get a kick out of this one too. I don't find all all the respect in the world. But as far as like stand up, as far as like me sitting down and laughing, Tom Segura doesn't do it for me. I,
2: I don't. Yeah, I'm not uh, big uh, on him. You guys all
0: lost. He blew it. up. He's he blew great. Up like crazy, he blew great. Up. He had, okay. Two specials ago was his big one. It was mostly stories. Was amazing. The one mm. after that is the one I was. We were all watched it together, and it wasn't on par with it. Still okay, but y'all drew your conclusions on the wrong special.
2: I didn't watch that special. I just uh, I've seen him in interviews and in podcasts oh. and stuff, and I, I, I kind of get his humor, but <laughs> it's not. It's not for, it
0: it's mean. definitely not for everyone and he's one of the most dry, it's dry. human beings. I don't you know, mind there. dry.
2: I don't mind dry but
1: I don't know. He, I've I've seen yeah. It's kind of low energy. I've he, also well, he's also super low energy. Keep this in mind, dude. I like again, I don't want to talk about my Hollywood tales, but I've like Pes- like Pes- Tom Pes- Segura, Pes- I've Pes- seen him Pes- live inside a showroom back to back like you know mm-hmm. 12 times. Like you know what I've mean?
0: never seen him live.
1: So I've seen like him do an eight o'clock show, a ten o'clock show, Friday, Saturday, one on Sunday, mm-hmm. a couple different times throughout. So like, I don't know. I feel like my opinion is, is a it bit the different. Same, no matter what, it's no. A lot of comedians switch it up. Some people are the same. I feel like he the crowds. Riff. Yeah, it's dude. Every every set is its own thing. It's like a you know. But I feel I. I wonder if my own attitude also because I was working. It was a job. And I'm sober, and it's you know every time you're at a place for a long time, and it's a job, Mm -hmm. things you know you get complacent and habitual. Exactly. So it's not like I went and saw Segura or whoever it was. So I've seen a lot of comics like that, dude. You were you had a job to do the whole time, and I've seen I've seen a lot of big comics, dude. Like stood thirty feet away from really big comics, multiple multiple times. So I don't know if I'm jaded or you know warped. You're a little Jaden Smith right now. It's probably jaded and warped. And I see him like backstage. I watch him pace around. Like I study their kind of car they drove and how they tipped everybody and all the other factors. So as you should definitely plays into my... Uh... <laughs> but know, I've seen Chris D'Elia live a couple of nights in a row. Like, like, what do
2: you think about him? He seems like he'd be kind
1: of... I don't like any of his stand-up specials. It, to me, honestly, man, he's made me cry laughing on the 10-minute podcast. And to me, that's like my favorite fucking work of his. It's just so mm-hmm. fucking funny. Um, I like him on podcasts. There's a lot of comedians I like. I'd. It's much more pleasant to my ear. Joey Diaz, let's say. Yeah, I Joey. Diaz. Even Joey, man, I've seen Joey countless times live. His I've seen Rogan live. Special
0: was not good, but.
1: Yeah, I I don't I like him on a podcast. Phil Vaughn better.
0: is another one. Who his special is atrocious? Him, is it? It's an insult to comedy, basically. But him on podcasts him on and him in general is hilarious. I've seen him kill, dude.
1: Yeah, I've seen him kill a couple times.
0: You know who is one of my all-time favorites, and he's had two specials, and I don't even know what the fuck. I think he's doing TV shows and shit now, like writing shows. Is um, Gerard Carmichael the Black kid? Right? Yeah. Yeah. You know Brian Cowan bought him a car out here. Really. He like he was like everyone saw this talent, and this kid like when he moved out here, he had no way to get anywhere so he was just missing interviews and um you know rehearsals and shit like mm-hmm. it, he's missing like people saw he was missing the boat, and Callan, I think it was Callan and like three other people pulled together and bought him a car mm. so he can get get to like uh, yeah. get to auditions and stuff that's cool, yeah,
1: Callan is Cal you know what Talent on stage. There was one show I watched of Callan. I he's one of the most original comics ever. And nobody ever has said that. And nobody gives him credit, but nobody has ever done what Callan does. And Callan consistently gets up there. And you gotta pay attention. And like and if you've listened, if you've complimented this view with a lot of podcast hours from him, both on like The Fighter and the Kid and Mm -hmm. his own podcast, and you've heard him and on Rogan. He is a very, very smart guy. He's super well read. He's very well read. He has a varied life experience. He's been around. Yeah. He's a guy's guy. He's humble. He's kind of, you know, he's down to earth. Self deprecating. But he, no one else has ever gotten up on stage and made all of their stand up about like his own male insecurity. And Mm -hmm. then he flips it on its head and he acts out. His own, he like he literally like is exposing the, himself. It's very it's vulnerable. Like the, it's like the ego. Yeah, he exposes his deepest sort of egoic desires. Mm-hmm. And he does it such a silly manner that's like warm and it's not offensive. It's dude, Callan, no one has ever done that. No one ever does stand up like that, like Callan does. Gets up there and, pre- and pre- acts out what he wants, what he really secretly wants to be. And he's so fucking silly and so fucking funny, Dude man. He's Playful. He is, man. He he's probably he probably kills it with girls too. Artie Lang said he's the best he's ever seen. <laughs> yeah, I believe and it. I've seen I've seen. There's one waitress, and not that Callan did anything inappropriate, because, but this woman waitress, and I'll tell you. you want me to tell the story?
2: It's a it's, a it's Hollywood another Hollywood. Yeah, Damien. Yeah, uh-uh. sure. Let's hear it.
1: So, Jesus. I worked at the Ice House. I was 22 years old. I'm 29 as of, you know, three hours ago. And uh, I had this, dude, this woman was, waitress, she's like 26. Beautiful dude. Super hot. Dagger. Super hot. Ask me how hot. Like a 10? Just say how hot. How hot, dude? She's super hot, man. She was really hot, right? And I'm 22. I ain't shit, bro. And... I just like had this like crush on her, and I didn't really like know how to talk to her, and like, Mm. eh, eh, eh. and Callan one night comes through, and he's doing stage two, he's doing the annex, and a fucking hurricane comes through, and this girl is head over heels with Callan because he's talking to her before he goes up, and it was innocent, you know, he's just he's just talking shit and like getting ready to go up on stage, getting amped up, and he's flirting with her a little bit, but you know, indirectly flirting with her. And he goes up on stage, fucking kills, dude. Dancing and like prancing around and make churning butter bit and shit. And after the show ends, I'm like bussing fucking dishes and shit, sweeping the floor, and he's just this girl is howling laughing. talk, and he's just tell he's just holding court. And she's like, ha
2: ha ha, ha ha ha
1: and I'm just like fucking sweeping the ground and shit. I'm like fucking gallon dude. And I hear him talking a little bit longer, a little bit longer. And then Callan leaves. And this girl, an earshot of everybody else, the chefs, the staff, right? We're all closing down. She's like, oh, my God. Like, he just head over heels. She's like, he has a wife, though. Like, oh, my God. I would, uh, like, basically saying, like, I would do whatever she was a chuckle. it takes to was get with
0: Brian She was a, a chuckle fucker.
1: And Callan, dude, he... And I was, and I'm like this little 22 year old punk that wishes. Mm. And he kind of like stole my thunder, you know.
2: What
0: thunder? So that's <laughs> that point. That's why no I podcast, thunder. man.
1: I'm gonna find Callan, dude. He's gonna. I'm gonna tell him that story to his face. You one tell
0: day. him off once and for all. I'll
1: tell him off, man. But she, I mean, like the woo he put on her, it was insane. Yeah, insane. I mean, he he spell on her paints a whole narrative when he's up there, and he's just and he's so silly, man. Yeah, he's a silly guy. There's nobody. There's nobody more original than Callan. Seriously, think about it. No one does what Callan does. Well,
0: he's got his whole thing. Yeah,
1: I love fucking Callan, man. He makes me fucking cry laughing.
0: How about this guy, Sebastian
1: Maniscalco? Maniscalco, Scalco, Uh...
0: The he first time like, I ever
1: heard him was he, on Joey Diaz's podcast.
0: He looks like Callan. I like, think they're good friends.
1: He's Italian. He's, he's an Italian. The, he's guy. the Italian uh Yeah, supposedly he's pretty funny. He, I saw That's one what special. all the comics good. say. He's pretty funny. It was
0: pretty good. He's got a big ass billboard of himself in Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah, right I don't
1: know now. why he's so big. He's a huge. Yeah, I think he's a clean comic. Aren't you embarrassed? He's a, like his. Uh, he's got a funny bit, like a premise. He talks about this generation. He's like, "Aren't you embarrassed?" He's like, "When I was a kid, everyone wore a fucking suit. Now I get on these planes and they wear sandals. And, aren't you embarrassed?" This is really funny the way. It's like the whole it's like the whole premise of a large part of his stand-up. Mhm. The whole delivery. The whole delivery whole thing.
0: One of the best stand-ups all time. The first stand-up I've ever seen. Robin Williams live on Broadway. Uh, Broadway.
1: Don't mm. sleep on Robin Williams, huh. man. Did you I watch the doc? You. No, the oh newest my one.
0: God, it's so good, and it's not—it's not super depressing either. Well, like really? the end really paints a whole picture of like when he hung himself. It makes sense why he killed
1: himself. <laughs> well, you said the end. I mean,
2: yeah, uh, the, the end was at the end.
1: The end of the documentary was the end. Oh, of his okay, life. yeah, but. It paints
0: uh, like it makes it puts it into perspective of, like why he killed himself. Kind of really
1: hangs the picture on the wall
2: of. It hangs uh, on the rafter, just great. hanging out Robin to
0: dry. Hangs it oh. right on the rafter there. Really, really
1: cinches it up. Really cinches the ending of the uh, documentary. Up. Ties it all together. Uh, it's a chair. It's a chair knocker. You know. <laughs> it ties it together, huh? <laughs> great doc though. That's oh, that. Jesus, man. Who's the next celebrity to? Hang themselves. Mm. I mean, is it? That's a fair question, and that's Crass, and I and somebody, listen, that's very insensitive. And
0: something happened last week. Someone killed themselves.
1: Really, Mac just, Miller Mac overdose. overdose? No and, and, overdose. Overdose. Rest and, in peace, man.
0: And uh, the mustache died. You don't know who Mac Miller
1: is. <laughs> I'm a big fan, man. Burt <laughs> Reynolds
0: and Mac Miller last week.
1: Yeah, Burt. Oh, they come in threes. Who's next? Oh. This is sad, man. Uh, it's
0: a this bad. It's a bad game to gamble on. Well, there people are. Gambling. Oh, this sort of Doug sure.
1: Stanhope or. has a death pool. What's that? He has a big group of comedian friends, and you, he, every year it's a pool. Like you, you'll double down. You'd be like, you know what? This year it's going to be uh, uh, George Bu- or whoever celebrity. Somehow mm-hmm.
0: Stanhope will live till one hundred. Donna
1: Summer. I got four hundred on Donna Summer, and you're like, you'll just it's structured. You win cash. <laughs>
0: that guy will somehow live. He'll so outlive
1: It's pretty fucked up. yeah. Do you uh, remember
0: the story where Burt Kreischer accidentally kidnapped his wife, or like helped her escape? You know that
1: story. Kreischer, no.
0: You, uh, Doug Stanhope's wife. Uh, what's what's her
1: name? Oh yeah, yeah yeah. Uh, uh, it's like Bugsy, Bubba, or Bugsy or something. Bugsy.
0: It's a weird name. Where uh, she's a little. She's, whoosh,
1: she's a little yeah, out she's there.
0: And one day, like, Bert was staying there all weekend, and he was on his way home. He was going to go to drive to the airport out of Bixby, Arizona, which is as far south as you can get before hitting Mexico, basically. And she's like, hey, can I, Can you give me a ride? He's like, yeah, sure, why not? You know, and she hops in the car, and they're driving. And she like then she starts, like, confiding, and I'm, I'm like, I just had to get out of there. Oh, I have to go. And she's, like, off her meds, like hallucinating, and just not, she's not all there. And basically, he drove her like to the airport, unbeknownst to him, that was her end game, was to get on an airplane and fly away. I think she came back like a month later or something.
1: Yeah. <laughs> There's like a whole suicidal type thing going yeah. on, too. With that. Yeah. yeah. That's, uh, man, celebrities. It's, uh, it's a fact of being a celebrity. They gotta go. And when they go, they affect us all. It's not... If good. It's sad. It's Big repercussions, sad. man. But to go out like Bourdain, man. That one, or Robin me. Williams. That one, Bourdain, hit
0: me hard. That
2: one
1: was hard. That one hit to me. Deal with. I don't get it, man. And I, you know that's that's everybody's statement. That's everybody's feelings. But
2: you don't get it, though. I get it. You get it. I don't get it. You I don't, don't know what it. I'm well, talking like, about.
0: Like Chester or like, um, uh, the how did Chester front, go out? He hung himself. Jesus, just Mary like his, his be, one of his best friends, um, the guy from Audio Slave and Soundgarden, Cornell. Cornell. Jesus Christ! It was like well, a, it was like two
2: weeks later. That was an overdose. It wasn't a. I don't think it was an no, overdose. He no, he hung himself. No, Cornell didn't I think hang himself. himself.
0: Cornell hanged himself, bro. I think it was an overdose.
2: I thought that was an overdose, my oh, friend. I do not think so. That's worth a quick, yeah, job, yeah. quick Google.
1: Get that fat girl off your screen. Tess Holiday. Hunger. So- oh, Jeez, guys, come oh, on. Raffer Christ. broke. Oh, come on, It guys. took four belts. Oh, Jesus, guys.
0: The foundation of the house gave to Come on, guys. That's crass.
1: Yeah, Chris Cornell, def- I remember this, because somebody told suicide by hanging. Jesus um, Christ. Because somebody told me, like... Why hang yourself, dude? That's, it's really sucky, man.
0: It's out
2: of all the ways to kill yourself, it's considered the most noble.
1: Is
0: it? Yes, because... Who said that? Where are you getting this from? It's just, it's the, the known. Japanese suicide hand, really? handbook? Really? It's known, yes.
2: Because you're not you're not going out like a pussy. And it's also...
1: Honestly, <laughs> who are you, Let me man? go out like a fucking pussy yeah, to getting get this from. I'm in a pills? fucking
0: garage. I'll, fucking, I'll gas myself with a car in there. I'll exactly.
2: Right you're not going to feel that. Or pills, you know, you just numb yourself. But the obviously. hanging like putting the thing around your neck and snapping your neck and uh, like
1: well you know. don't snap your neck with a belt man like you yeah. snap your neck on the fucking the gallows pole man yeah that's what cuz that's a drop. big drop you know you're strangling If you're on a fucking motel 6 doorway you're strangling
0: they're going to find you with your eyes popping out of their sockets your tongue hanging out yeah foaming at the mouth it's just the um, worst way to find you
1: dude what the f- so yeah we had chester did that like a, a month after Cornell, they're, Robin they're Williams, yeah. Bourdain. I feel like we're missing somebody
0: oh, else, we're too. Miss- we're probably missing a lot
1: more. Oh, now. there's there's a lot. That's It's dark, man. Like I remember I walked into work super early one day, and this chick walked in. She's like, Chris Cornell died. And you're sad. You're like, fuck, really? And then she was like, I remember her telling me, she's like, he hung himself. And like... When you hear that news, even if it's just a stranger, a human being, they decided to hang themselves.
0: Like where were you? It's this you? weird
1: feeling you get, you know? Like where was in like, his life? Yeah, and to like, because one thing, it's such a suffering thing to do. Hang, like you're hanging yourself, like you're being hung. It's such, it's so sad and and unfortunate, and but then to realize that they did it to yourself. It's fucking dark, man. It really fucks with your head. That's why everybody's so fucked up over all these because it's like, it it brings so many different things to your your mind and your, the way you think about life and yourself because... Like what true depression and darkness And is. what, it's like, you know, I was, I was listening to a podcast, Rogan was talking about Hunter S. Thompson and Hunter S. Thompson killed himself in his living room while his son and his wife were in the kitchen. Yeah. You know? And, Blasted his face. Yeah. I don't think... Yeah. Why I would think if I were to kill myself, I would do it very... Like, I would leave as little inconvenience for everybody as possible. But hanging yourself, man, the people you leave behind are never going to forget that. You know?
0: Especially when you were jacking off.
1: God damn it, Austin. (laughs) No, but seriously, man. Like, That's bad. it's almost. It makes me wonder what David the Carradine, purpose of the this was, and I and a lot of people criticize people for being super selfish in suicide in general. But why, like, if I'm gonna, I'm gonna end my life. I'm gonna kill myself. I'm gonna leave your life as a family member, as a parent. I'm gonna, I'm gonna exit, guys. I'm out. But like, why not do it in like the most polite, so, like, way? So the most, you the know, most, the most
0: popular book in japan is a book on how to commit suicide and that is what a lot of it is about is how to do it in in the least inconvenience to other people's lives
1: that's that's very japanese too have you seen the forest in japan of all the suicides with the strings everywhere yeah it's just in
0: case they change their mind and want to find
1: their own way back it's Super it's depressing. famous, and like yeah. the guy I watched, like a Vice thing, yeah. And the guy he's like, "Hey, we're gonna go in," and mm-hmm. sure enough, like he found a couple bodies that day. Yeah, uh, it's so common, dude. Sometimes everyone goes. If you are gonna kill yourself, you go to this part of the woods. Like,
0: if you find people there, like you should try to talk to them and yeah. talk them out of it because they're not there just to visit. They're
1: there to kill themselves. And the parking lot closest to this trail is full of cars, and they're they're like checking the tags. They're like, "Yep." This car was left here about 45 days ago. This person probably killed himself. Probably killed himself. You know? And they see like yeah. letters and bills and family photos That's on the true. dashboard and shit. Yeah. That is so sad. Those were all that one pomp bullshit that came out and was all about. But what is that, man? Like what is that urge? It's different. It's a whole different culture there. Not, not Japanese, but like at the end of the day, you're going for it. Okay, fine. That's You know, in, in a certain way, I kind of... Respect everybody's right to, if you want to end your life and, I don't know, that's that's a tough thing to address. But what I can't be okay with is, like, you making other people suffer even more. Mm-hmm. Like, your death is suffer- going to fuck everything up enough. Don't do it so, like, uh... Trevor, God, our fucking intern is opening a fortune cookie. I hope it says hang yourself on the
0: you know, so they say suicide is not for anybody, but, you know, some people, he's going to go out like David Carradine.
1: How about the, uh, how about Shacking
0: the, it in the closet by hanging himself with a belt.
1: Well, this, our intern actually tried to kill himself at Lake Tahoe. He jumped in the ice cold water and he refused to let us pick him up out of the water. We're like, Trevor, get in the boat. He's like, don't leave me. He's, he's, like, getting, get he's, ready. he's like, drive
0: away. He's ready to get eaten by one of those and he giant hates us. sunfish that were in there.
1: Our intern who's wearing a drug rug, eating fortune cookies, literally was like, leave me, and now resents us for saving his life. He's and lost. that's Take he's us lost. with us next is. time.
2: He's off his rocker.
0: Well, he's going to have uh, his uh, second try on the boat in this lake now.
1: You'll never do this podcast, Trevor. Never. Trevor, why do you have two belts tied together in your suitcase?
0: It's because one belt's not long enough.
1: Imagine. That'd be oh, weird. my God. That'd be weird. <laughs> That'd be so... <laughs> like, imagine... Okay, this is so sad. Imagine walking in at the right time to where they're not dead yet. And you gotta like, and he's looking at you like, oh, shit." <laughs> he's like, "You better not help. Don't cut this down. This is your fault." <laughs> would you cut him down, or would you be like, "Go in peace, my brother," or would you tighten the belt a little bit, like <laughs> kick him in the sack a little bit? <laughs> You'd go through his wallet. I just hang on them. I grab him. Just, just dead weight. Just a more... imagine you like go through his wallet in front of him. Yeah. yeah. This is a bill. Come on, hey guys! I got another. I got a twenty on the beer tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I think Trevor's gonna be. Trevor's not coming out tonight, guys. He's yeah, gonna, he's gonna be a lot
0: more for everybody.
1: <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, well, yeah, you gotta find the humor and everything, right, guys? Yeah, you sure do, right? <laughs> laughing, all funny, laughing's right? all relative. Uh, oh, here we go. Comedy, comedy. What's you started the podcast with? What's funny, didn't you? There you go. <claps> Suicide. We came hour and thirty minutes in. Suicide's funny, Trevor. It had laughs. Write it down. It got laughs. Suicide plays. It's true. We can make suicide funny.
0: It's such an Here issue at the now. The DLC podcast. It's such a big issue now that you have no choice but to make it funny.
1: Yeah.